Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you could be here today. Could you tell everybody a little bit about your blog? So I had started blogging under the Grumpy Olive alias in 2013, December 2013. Um, and that was done pretty much as a very good on and off uh, relationship. <laughs> uh, mostly off than on, but you know, like I, I've started then. And then in 2020, so at the peak of the pandemic in August, I was made redundant from my job and my sister one of my sisters was like well you know why don't you give it a shot again I mean we're stuck inside anyway so might as well so both my sisters had a blog each and I was like look I didn't think I feel confident enough to do it by myself it's just going to be so much work and I don't think I can not making it the way we had been chatting about so I was like why don't you to join me and yeah, so basically the Grumpy Olive relaunched as it is now in August 2020. And yeah, so it's three of us, three sisters. I'm the eldest. And then we've got Fred, who's the middle sister, who's currently on a break from the blog because she started uni. And then the youngest is Christina. So right now is literally a two-man band. Now, how'd you come up with the name, the Grumpy Olive? Um, so basically I was very confused and like getting a name that I would have to start to get stuck with for so long was just like too overwhelming. So technically the name was uh, made by Fred. Back then she was like, you know, you hate olives anyway. And, uh, the best of your abilities when you're grumpy, you're terrible. So why not? So technically it was a very personal name, but it never felt like that really. Like, yeah, I'm I'm a grumpy person. When when I'm grumpy, you'll know. But I think it kind of shadows all of us at the same time. Because like, you know, we can be moody. We can be a bit difficult, not to use other words. <laughs> I like that though. So it's almost like a a personal inside joke. Yes, I like that a lot though. That's that's super fun. So now, what exactly do you blog about? So we so initially the Grand Olive was meant to be a food blog, food and nothing more than food. I live and thrive on food, uh, so recipe development and all that kind of stuff. I love, but when we discussed about putting everyone together, you know, everyone came from different backgrounds, different things we loved. So it was only bound to happen that the Grand Olive became a multi-niche site. So I would say you could say we're a lifestyle blog and within that lifestyle, you get food, coffee, because both Christine and Fred are coffee geeks. Uh, you get books. Christina's the book lover of the family, but at the same time, you get beauty. You get a bit of 
style, like just like in a very small doses. So I would say food books and coffee is the main focuses. That makes sense. Okay. So um, is the website making money? If all three of you are working on it together, you got to be doing something to make a living, don't you? Um, yeah. So basically we had started with like this huge plan in mind where we'd be making uh, so many figures within X amount of time. It didn't happen, but as of the start of 2022, it's actually making a little money. I would say the first three months of the year have made us roughly 600 pounds in British pounds. So I'm not sure how much is it in the... So like we'd say roughly we go between 200 250 pounds a month which so far might not be the way to go but at the same time it kind of is making the blog self-sustainable so like everything we had to renew from hosting to that kind of like you know canva and all of that it's now covered by money we have made through blogging so how are you making money on the blog um i would say there is a bit of affiliate marketing, very minimal, because no matter how much we've tried, we, we don't seem to be able to push it as much. I think like what what's worth remembering for us three is that we're very shy. And with that comes the whole layer of not promoting ourselves enough, not shouting through the top top of the roof that like you know we're blogging we do this and this is what we want to do long term so that has become a very difficult way to kind of push even the content itself so right now we're hiding behind the the alias we've got but no are you doing block where we're just like i think we're doing a that makes sense though i mean i i totally get it a lot of people you know they get nervous about uh, sharing what it is that they're doing because it, it's it's very personal, especially whenever you're doing yeah. something um, with an alias. It's like how do you how do you push it out to like friends and family and stuff if if they yeah. don't know it's you that's doing it? Are you doing any kind of advertising on it? Like, uh, do you have Google AdSense set up? Uh, no, we we always wanted to try them, but it's always been something we thought of and never pushed for. So. I would say affiliate marketing and then other revenue streams are like we do offer blogs, blog, other bloggers, advertising spots to grow their DA and all of that. Um, whoever is into blogging knows what that is. <laughs> and then uh, what else have we done? We've been working on like sponsored posts and like directly with some brands in order to get to where we are. What are your plans for the future of the blog? Um, So ideally, we wanted to make it a full-time role, kind of end of the year, beginning of next year. So we're planning to hopefully at least one of us to go into this full-time. We broke up for just a second. So can we try that a little bit again? Sorry. (laughs) No, that's fine. Um, So basically, we are trying to get at least one of us between Christina and I to get into this full time and make it worth our time just by being able to survive within it. 
and that would exclude Fred based on the fact that she's starting uni anyway. So she'll be busy enough with her stuff. Um, how often are you putting stuff on your blog? So we currently post twice a week, unless we've got, you know, like a sponsored post or a guest post. So there might be an extra one every so often, but Monday and Thursdays are, are, are the two days where we always post. Do you have like an editorial calendar that tells you what you should be writing about or do you just kind of wing it? No, we, we go with an editorial calendar. We just make sure that like, you know, of course it will change sometimes because something is like not trending anymore or like, you know, we, we have to look at that kind of thing, especially with food. It's like insane, but we do have a calendar, like, you know, making sure that we've got enough content, like for Easter now. And then when Christmas comes, you know, like we start working on Christmas in July. It's very much a set calendar that we work on. Yeah. Uh, do you ever have trouble coming up with ideas? Like, where do you get your ideas for the blog? It's it's definitely a difficult one because... I would say we do look around. We kind of go with what we can see is going to be trending. So a lot of Pinterest Pinterest is like a, a right arm to us. But at the same time, what I have tried to get Christina to get into as well is just try to blog something that you really enjoy about. So like food-wise, I don't know, this year is like cream tea is trending and we should be making this and that. But at the same time, it's not something I would feel confident with. So maybe rather than go for that, something that I prefer personally. And so far, so good. So, you know, instincts, first of all. <laughs> so what is your promotion strategy? Like, how do you how do you get people to your blog? Um, we do a lot of promotion through Twitter. Um, so, you know, like there's a constant stream of old articles coming through with like hashtags and everything in order to get them to the audience. And at the same time, we do a lot of keyword research. So some of the traffic, I wouldn't say most of it, but like some of it comes through Google straight away. And then, of course, we use the usual Pinterest, Instagram, but they're like a little more difficult because of their algorithm changes. Those happen so often, sometimes it's difficult to keep up and just be like, okay, this is what we're meant to do. This is not what we're meant to do. But we did get some help with Pinterest because we were honestly going insane. So, yeah, it's it's a tough one because you wish to grow organically but at the same time it's I would say right now 80% of our time is spent just trying to promote and push it and just get people to come through yeah they say it's like 20% content creation 80% promotion <laughs> I wish it was the other way around because it's just yeah, it's more fun it's to produce content <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot more entertaining and I don't know I just feel it feels completely different and like having to promote yourself, especially if like me, you're an introvert and you don't like having to do that. It's draining. It's tiring. And like you get to bed at night and you're like, oh my God, finally over. But you know, there is that 
like tomorrow you wake up and there is, I don't know how many page views and stuff like that. So you'll be like having a little party and stuff. But since you have such a fun name, do you have any plans for like merchandise or, or um, using the like a cartoon of some kind of a grumpy olive? <laughs> um, no, we never thought of that, to be fair. Um, I didn't think it's in the plan right now. I I didn't have this big business mind, but Christina, on the other hand, and, and Fred is the same as me, but Christina, on the other hand, is very much like everything can become a business. Everything can can just be something. And I'm sure that when she gets to listen to this, because she's hiding in her bedroom, when she gets to listen to this, she'll be like, oh, actually, you know what? Ashley was right. We should do mugs and these and that. So probably in the near future at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could uh, you could take like the idea to someone on Fiverr, have them create a cartoon of a grumpy olive. Yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff you could do. You could you could have uh, uh, towels and and spatulas and all kinds of stuff that has a grumpy olive it, it on it. It would be amazing, yeah. <laughs> it could turn into a whole brand. <laughs> I know. This is brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. Write that down. <laughs> well, well, hey, since, since we're talking about it, is there anything else that you want to know from me that I might be able to help with? Um, I don't know. I mean, you've been on the website. What, what do you think? Like, we we love feedback. Let's pull it up. Yes. We'll just do a real-time thing. Yeah, I love that. We literally changed our theme recently. I think at the end of 2021, we felt like we had to go a little bit more professional. That's no fun. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I think that there's definitely some some more you could do with like the grumpy olive idea. Um, I just I picture in my mind a uh, like I said, a cartoon of a grumpy olive. I think that would be yeah. so fun that you could play with. And and there's then like that could become, you know, almost the avatar that you use on your Twitter and your Instagram of if you turn it into it's not you and your sisters that are promoting. It's actually the olive itself promoting yeah. it, it, the blog then, you know, then that could become something that an introvert hides behind and lets it become its like stage presence. Like uh, yeah. Beyonce has her Sasha Fierce and you yes. could be like, you could embody the grumpy olive. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And, and I love the Beyonce comparison. I wish, but. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Make your grumpy olive your, your Sasha Fierce. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> But other than that, I mean, like there, there is some fun content on here. And I like the fact that, you know, since you are embracing the fact it's a lifestyle blog, there's there's different kinds of content. But, uh, you know, I, I, I just think that that's the big thing that's jumping out at me is is how much fun you could have with the cartoon idea of an olive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you keep on pushing that, I might get it done. At this point, I'm just going to get it done. Hey. Even for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I would personally like to see and I think it'd be funny because I've seen um like there's 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 some I, I can't remember what it is right now, but it was like an orange and it was a cartoon orange and it was like just this happy orange and it's like all smiley and it makes you want to like know more and you want to like see the orange engage with people. And I just I, I don't know, I, I think that kind of kitschy stuff is just hilarious. And yeah. Yeah, that's why I just keep picturing like an actual grumpy olive, like an angry olive, like chasing a martini for some reason. <laughs> when you try and type the grumpy, the first thing that comes up is always the cat. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And like, funny enough, we've got a Berman cat. So like he is a little grumpy, but we've met him later than when we first started. So we cannot blame it on him really, but you know. Yeah. I'm just looking through some of the stuff that you've posted about like uh, the coffee and all that good stuff. So, okay. On your website, I see join the grumpy olive club. What is the grumpy olive club? Oh, that is our newsletter. So when you sign up to our newsletter, you get a first welcome email and there is a little freebie that changes seasonally, I would say. Um, A bit bit less right now because we're all working normal jobs anyway, so it's been a bit hectic. But, and then you, you will get a monthly email with like some discount codes, some kind of a summary of what we have posted through that month and uh, what people had loved more than uh, like you know just a bit of a summary of what happened and what we're doing what we're up to what we're going to be doing now these sponsored posts that i'm i'm looking through like uh i i see you have an an ad um as your pinned tweet where are you getting your sponsored posts like how are you getting sponsorships so what we have done with sponsorships, we tend to either to, to do it two different ways. We either approach a brand directly, which, you know, when, when we started at the end of last year, it was very scary. Still is, because I'm assuming no one likes to get rejected. But the other way we have is we are using websites like Get Blogged. And uh, there's other bits like interinfluence where you just go on and you're like, okay, this is the work that I can find through them. And this is what they would want you to write about. And it might be, I don't know, like the the last one we've done was with a brand called A Gulp, I think is the pin tweet. And it's all about, you know, just trying the product and reviewing it to try and get some sales out for the brand. So it it really is a matter of approaching, I guess, if you're confident enough, if you think you've got what it takes, because a lot of the time the brands might not refuse you. They might just be like, okay, so maybe rather than do this, we can do that instead. So, you know. Yeah, you yeah. never know what you're going to get. I, I, I yeah. think for me, one of the big things that um, over the last few years is I'm trying to get a lot better about just asking because, yeah, you'll probably get a lot of no's. And I definitely have had my fair share of rejection. Yeah. But the best is when you get that yes. You know, when it, you get that yes, it's just exhilarating. Yes. You feel like you're at the top of the world and like nothing can go wrong and you've got it. And like, you know, we've had it with a couple of brands. We've got one particular brand which is like we're planning to do something now for the summer and we're so excited and like to get rewarded with also a payment for someone who does blogging you know right now we're doing it pretty much part-time it's just the best feeling you're just like oh my god I do get to work with brands I love and I do get paid for the work I'm doing so it's not all just about you know like we, we're doing something we're passionate about with brands we're passionate about 
and we get rewarded for it. So like, you know, it's the best of both worlds, I guess. Absolutely. So when you promote, when you um, approach a, a brand, do you have like a template of stuff that you use? So we, we kind of do. We've got sort of an email just because I am out of the three of us. I am the one that can, can really write an email as in before they will come on to me. Um, Cause I know they're both ready to. Um, I have my own way with words. I've always done, and I've, I've always done it with Italian, which is our mother tongue. I always loved writing, so there's like just a way to get stuff out of me in some kind of what they both like to call a sophisticated way, <laughs> which I hate because I'm not sophisticated in any way. I'm like, you know, I'm a cool chick, nothing more. But I love words. So when it comes to writing an email, they will both expect me to, at the very least, go through it and pimp it up. Because they're like, well, you know, you can write. You're the writer. Just do it. So I kind of built something, but we always tailor it to the brand we're approaching. If it's Because, like, I want to keep the Grumpy Olive as cool and hippie and fun as possible. Like, we, we live on sarcasm. We thrive on sarcasm. So for me to approach you and be like a super posh person, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't identify us because then when it comes to putting work out on the blog, we're definitely not a teaching person. We're not trying to teach you. We're trying to show you what we like and what we do and what we enjoy using a very friendly tone. So yeah, we kind of have a template of how the email should go, but nothing major because we try to tailor it to every brand and every PR, whatever that might be. That makes a lot of sense. So now, what do you wish that you had known when you started getting into the blogging world? That it was this much work. I can believe it. I think a lot of people think of content creation as, you know, just snap the picture, put it out there and it's done. I wish that's definitely one of the things we were like, what? Like you come through this stuff and you're like pretty much don't know anything about what's going on most of the times because there's so much learning to do and there's always so much learning. Like it's, it never stops. But yeah, I think the workload behind the blog is definitely one of the most big issues as such that I would highlight. Like, it's not an issue, but you need to come into it thinking that you will be working your butt off 24-7. So if you had someone come to you and they said they wanted to start a blog, what's the first thing you'd tell them? Make sure you have the time. Like, you didn't have to be working on it constantly. But you have to know that it takes time. It won't happen overnight. And to not stop because you don't see the results you want overnight. Because I think that's very much demoralizing at the same time. Like, you know, you don't get to see everything right away. You, you're not going to be on top page of Google within a day of the post being published. It takes at least six months for Google to even acknowledge that post. But unless someone tells you, you're like, well, well, why am not? Am I not doing well? 
So definitely just patient and being constant with what you do. So if you set up to post once a week, then keep on going with that once a week. Just bring quality rather than quantity. Now you mentioned Google. I got to ask you, are you, are you doing any kind of like keyword research and trying to optimize your posts? Yeah. So we, of course, we went into this blindly and didn't realize anything about keyword research until I would say mid 2021. So by then we had like, you know, 150, 180 blog posts that were just pushed out with not keyword research, nothing. And so that takes a lot of work now to fix and improve and like, you know, sort out. So yeah, we, we have finally now we're kind of understanding what we're doing because like even when we started in the middle of 2021 we were definitely not sure about what we were doing like one main example Christina will kill me for this but was word count so when you do keyword research part of the research you do includes how many words the average page one of google has so, like, you know, sometimes you would see 5,000, 6,000 words and you're like, you know, that's a lot for a blog post. That's a lot of words. <laughs> Try to keep someone entertained for that long on a blog post, it's difficult. Like, especially when it comes to recipes, I come in to get the recipe, not to hear, you know, what everyone says about you talking about having done that with your grandma or your auntie 20 plus years ago. Like, I don't care about that which in a way it's understandable. But when you write for CEO purposes, it's completely different. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think there's definitely becoming a shift, you know, with the whole Google thing of they're so focused on user intent that, you know, the 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 websites that give you just the recipe and then later like give you more information. I think there's, there's definitely something to be said about, um, you know, when I'm coming there for a recipe, I do just want the recipe. I don't want to hear your, your backstory. So I like the jump to recipe button. And I also like the fact that, um, that Google is starting not to penalize websites that have just the recipe. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Like it's definitely something that I sometimes found annoying because some blogs might not necessarily have a jump to recipe button because they don't use a recipe card plugin which you know it's their choice but at the same time you're just like oh I I only want to see the recipe I don't care about anything else just give me the recipe because like maybe you're in a rush you get in you're trying to get dinner sorted and you're like out I need it but I would say yes it's good on Google that they're not penalizing that because sometimes like the blurb at the beginning while we try not to do that as much as we used to, because we're, we're definitely guilty of that. Um, we're now trying to get more like info on like the ingredients and why do we choose this rather than that? And where did we get these and why did we pick that? But like if my keyword research is showing me that I have to write 3000 words, that is yeah. going to be challenging. Yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm working on a, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Is of course, everyone tries to end up on page one. Like the ideal place where you want to be is page one of Google because this is where people will see it first. 
Yeah, the joke is that uh, where do you hide a where do you hide a dead body on page two of Google because no one looks there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm I'm uh, personally considering uh, launch or not considering. I'm actually working on uh, launching a food blog myself, and oh, yeah. I, I definitely want to do a you know if I'm going to give the recipe and I'm also trying to optimize it for for keyword research. I want to give the yeah. recipe first, and then yeah. if you want to read more, it's at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. Like, just something. I'm not sure what, what, and if you're gonna pick a recipe card plugin, but like, uh, as long as you put that at the very top, yeah. And you no, know, it's a lot more. In a way, it's a lot more user friendly. Yes. Because I clicked on that link. I clicked on that link with your recipe in mind. So I want to read that. So I don't care about anything else. Then, if you've got tips and maybe you know you're like trying to entertain me, yeah. As you said. You can do that at the bottom and I will knit and pick what I want to read and if I want to read it. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think that uh, I, I think we're going to see that shift a lot more in the coming days. Like, you know, because Google is so focused on the user intent, um, even though we do all want to write for SEO, I think that there's really something to be said about making sure that the user is getting exactly what they came for and they're not getting yeah. annoyed because they wanted, you know, a a grumpy olive recipe and instead they got the backstory of how the grumpy olive was born <laughs> they're like you know what we're not here for that but yeah exactly exactly but then if they want the story and the cute cartoon they can keep reading <laughs> am i cementing it enough in your mind yet <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like back there now it's just like i can picture it yeah. jumping around yeah being like this is where you find these this is where you find that Exactly. I love it. I think it's, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, well, is there anything I haven't asked you yet that you really want to share? Yeah, like the blog. Don't believe the people that say that blogging is dead. Blogging, it's probably at its peak right now. Content creation in general, like there is so much going on and, you know, social media and all of that. Like it, it says its peak. Don't shy away just because you think you cannot do it. I like that a lot. It just needs, you just need time and you just need to be consistent. Patient consistency. That's all you need. Exactly. I love that. So where can people find you online? So we are pretty much everywhere and anywhere we can because, you know, like we like to have plenty of pots on the stove. Um, So we definitely are on the blog most of the time. And then otherwise I would say Twitter, Instagram, we're trying to start talk but you know we're we're planning we're planning uh we're on facebook we're on pinterest yeah well we'll definitely leave all the links in the uh, show notes for that but uh what is your uh website domain oh it's uh the fantastic perfect all right well uh, i appreciate your time today and i i I, I hope that uh, anybody listening gets something out of this. And uh, well, my bloggy friends, I, I hope that you enjoyed everything that we shared today. And until next time, may your page views be high and your bounce rate be low. <laughs>